Hello and welcome to Nerd Girl Musings Podcast. My name is Jen and I'm so glad you're here. I thought today we would talk about movies that I'm looking forward to or anticipating in 2021. There's a lot of talk out there of, of what's upcoming and who's excited for what and what we're going to see. Uh, I think I saw something on Rotten Tomatoes where they had like the 78 most anticipated movies. And I went through some of these lists and I can say there's really only 10 or 11 that I'm excited about. So I thought we'd go through a couple of those things, um, talk about something that I'm into currently and uh, see where that takes us here. So starting out with the uh, first movie, and I'm doing these in chronological order. So the first one actually comes out this week. It's on Amazon Prime, and uh, it's called One Night in Miami. And this is the story of Malcolm X and Cassius Clay, a.k.a. Muhammad Ali. Uh, it's directed by Regina King. And they they go through tackling how they can... Um, how they can bring together uh, the country that's that's having a racism problem, which I think is very timely for what's happening today here in the United States. So that one I'm excited about. That starts this weekend already. So we'll see. Uh, that's on Amazon Prime. The next one is not until March. That would be March fifth. Chaos Walking. I don't know a whole lot about it, to be honest. I just happened to see a description that said it's essentially uh, a mix of um, divergent and annihilation. And so I was like, well, I loved both of those, so I'm sold. So I'm excited to see that and kind of see where they where they take this. I'm a huge fan of, of the dystopian type of um, style. I guess it is. It's another young adult sci-fi, which also seems to be something I really enjoy. I'm not sure why I'm always so drawn to those. I think they're just very well written because if you're going to capture a young adult's attention, it has to be. So I've I've found a lot of these young adult sci-fi type books to be very entertaining and engaging. So I, I've had um, a lot of fun reading them and I'm I'm enjoying them coming to the screen. Uh, so the next one in April, uh, right before my birthday, actually, is A Quiet Place 2. So I'm. Uh, it takes place right after the original one. We've got Emily Blunt and her family, um, you know, taking off right after the events of, of the last one. So if you haven't seen it, you've got a couple of months to go see the original and be prepared to take off with this one. It it looks to be really well done again. So um, I am excited about that. And in May, we've got Black Widow uh, with Scarlett Johansson. And this is the first of what I found is, is a couple of Marvel movies that I'm excited about this year. I, I don't tend to fall over my feet for superhero movies. I do enjoy them. And... I own a lot of them, and I'm, but I'm not a diehard Marvel fan or DC Universe fan. I, it, there are just certain characters and stories I like and some I don't. Um, 
the one thing with some of these movies that I that I don't like is they are so intertwined. If you didn't see the laundry list of movies leading up to them, sometimes I feel like you can get a little lost. But this is Black Widow's origin story, so I'm excited to see how they how they do that uh, for her. Um, uh, at the end of May, we also have Spiral which I never thought I would see again another Saw franchise movie. I, I thought we were done with this franchise a few, fr- few movies ago, but apparently not. Um, but this one has Samuel L. Jackson in it, so perhaps this is a good thing. Um, it also has Chris Rock in it. I'm not the biggest fan of his, so... I- I don't know. It would probably be something that once it comes out on streaming, I may watch it. But I've really grown tired of the Saw series. They, you know, they they have just jumped the shark a few too many times. There were a few times they ended it really well, and they should have left it. So, um, you know, we'll see. It we'll see how that goes. I'm I'm not gonna count it out, but. Um, I'm not going to go to the theater to see it. Cruella comes out the end of May on May 28th. And this is going to be um, the origin story for Cruella de Vil. So the villain from 101 Dalmatians. And I think it's got a really strong, a really good cast in it. It has Emma Stone and Emma Thompson. So I think it's, it's going to be a fun movie. I'm sure it's going to be Disney Plus, maybe in the theaters. I don't know. I haven't haven't seen if they're going to release it in both. But if it's out in the theaters, I will definitely go see it there. Um, in June, we have Ghostbusters Afterlife, which I've been excited to see since I first heard it was coming out. It's been pushed back due to the pandemic. So uh, we've got Paul Rudd and Finn Wolfhard kind of leading this pack. Uh, Finn, I've really enjoyed watching him grow up through Stranger Things and also through the um, It series. So I'm, I'm excited to see how they, how they handle this. I haven't seen too many additional theater uh, releases, any trailers, so I've only seen a couple, and they've been really well done. This is supposedly a sequel to the original sk- series. They are skipping right over the all-female version, And to be honest, I skipped it too. So um, that's just fine with me. And uh, for me, I I think the original was so well done. I I think the one that they did a couple years ago was it just kind of fell flat. It wasn't interesting to me. Um, And so I'm excited to see how they can how they can pick up and run with this as more of a look what we found on the farm. It's it's the old. you know, it's the old car, and here's all of our, um, all of our gear. I just, I think it's going to be good. In July, this one I have on my list because it's sort of an honorable mention. I am, I am not a diehard Tom Cruise fan. Um, I did see the original Top Gun, you know, a billion times when I was younger, because as a kid of the '70s, '80s, you know, everybody. Everybody was quoting that one, um, and you know, so how could you not fall in love with with Tom Cruise? But 
So Top Gun Maverick is on my list. It comes out July 2. It's been bumped quite a few times now due to the pandemic. And from what I understand, it's, um, you know, we've got Goose's son is going to be in it. um, And that's uh, played by Miles Teller. Uh, Val Kilmer is back as Iceman, of course. Um, you know, so I, I guess we'll just have to see. I I feel like Tom Cruise is kind of a one-trick pony, so um, I don't know that I'm all that excited for it, but it's one that you have to see in the theater, so I will go and see it there. Also in July, another Marvel movie. Uh, this is the first Southeast Asian uh, Marvel superhero movie, and that is... Uh, I think it's Shanghai and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I've seen a lot of different variations on how you pronounce that. So I apologize if I did not get that right. Um, I'm excited what, to see what they can do with this movie. It's going to be Marvel's first Asian-led film. So I think that's a pretty huge step. It's about time we get some diversity around the world because all of the superheroes are not the same. In October, you have to have a good Halloween movie, and I don't always mean that literally, but this year we have another Halloween movie. It's called Halloween Kills. Um, It is considered the third Halloween movie, the official. So you've got John Carpenter's original Halloween. That was in 1978. And then you have the one that came out a couple of years ago, and so this is number three. so I, I'm excited to go see that, go see Jamie Lee Curtis tackle Meyer, Meyer, Michael Myers again. Will he be gone this time for real? I guess we'll have to wait and see. In November, we have uh, another Marvel movie, which apparently that's going to be my, my thing this year is watching all these, all these Marvel movies. But this one is called The Eternals. Uh, it's got Angelina Jolie in it. Um, a couple of Game of Thrones folks, Richard Madden, Kit Harrington. So I'm excited to see how they how they do this. Um, but again, it's it's another another one of the Marvel movies, and we'll just have to wait and see how they how they bring these um, characters that apparently shape humanity and the history of the earth that's that's kind of the it seems like it's an origin story for the gods kind of thing so um so we'll see how they do that i'm going to say honorable mention here as well to mission impossible it's it's the second tom cruise movie on my list this year again not something i thought i would i would say but tom cruise seems to always do the exact same movies and he does them over and over and over again so um I liked the original Mission Impossible. I've caught a couple of the others throughout the years. Just as they were on, I would watch them in the background. But I can't say that I've seen numbers two through six. So uh, whether or not this will be one I feel I have to go to see in the in the theater, I, I doubt it. But uh, it probably would be one that I end up catching at some point. And then rounding out 2021 is going to be The Matrix 4. This one I am very excited about because I didn't think we were going to get to see Neo and Trinity again um, and return to the world of the Matrix. So, uh, you know, this is this is going to go way back. Uh, 
it's been a long time since we've seen these characters. I'm glad to see Jada Pinkett Smith is coming back. And we're also bringing some new blood. They're, they're bringing in Neil Patrick Harris, uh, which I think is going to be an interesting character. He, he tends to do a really good job with the characters he, he does in his movies. So this is a movie that was originally coming out in, um, in May, and then it was pushed to 2022, and now it's been moved again uh, to Christmas weekend. So I guess we'll have to see. Uh, if it if everything goes well next year for movie theaters, I anticipate going to the theaters to see this one. And um, I guess we'll see if they're going to finally round out the Matrix series and close it out, or if this opens it up for additional ones throughout, you know, throughout the future. So that's my 10 to 12-ish top movies that I'm excited about for this year. Um Right now, I've been immersing myself in Netflix's series called Bridgertons. Uh, it's a Shondaland series, and they've just announced that they're doing season two. Um, I binged season one in about two days. I think it was a Friday and a Saturday. I, I just watched all the all the episodes. Very well done. I love the cast. Um, but again, it's it's a period piece, so it takes place in the 1800s, um, aristocratic society. Uh, so it, it gives us a different glimpse of what um, somebody like me that liked the Downton series. Uh, it's got more romance in it than Downton had, but um, it's a lot of fun. It, it has an extremely diverse cast, just amazingly diverse. And... Once I finished the season one, I picked up the books because there are eight books that this this series is based on, and I think I've already read six of them. So um, they're very quick, 10 to 12-hour books, and uh, they focus on each one of the kids. So the Bridgertons are a family, um, and they have eight children, and so it kind of goes through each one of them. The author wrote two books, two additional parts to each book, which are also included in all of the uh, included in all of the audiobooks as well, which which I like. And so it, it kind of takes you through their full life and then gives you a little bit of extra like what happened after the book is over. And um, the author said she did that because it, everybody would ask questions. Hey, what happened to this character? And what happened to that character? And where did this kid go? And how did they do this? And so she would kind of fill in the gaps. I think it, it gives Shonda a whole world to explore having all of, all of the information. So, you know, Downton Abbey was so well done because Julian Fellows not only wrote it, he directed and he was a part of every single day. So the whole vision he had was complete. And I think that's how Bridgerton will be able to go however many seasons they do. I, you know, I don't know if they would give them eight seasons, but um, it, we saw how poorly that can go when you have something like Game of Thrones, which has such a, a following, but they don't have source material after a certain point and they kind of have to go rogue and figure it out on their own. It doesn't always, it doesn't always jive with what the original idea um was and you know in the case of game of thrones i'll probably never live to see the end of that series so i uh but anyway i digress so uh, that's where i've i've been lately i've just really been focusing on that um 
Yeah. So, you know, a lot of fun stuff to look forward to in 2021. I'm laying out my calendar for podcast episodes and where I want to plunk things, um, you know, kind of giving myself some themes for the year to give it a little bit more of a rhythm where Halloween movies we'll talk about in October, Christmas in December. Uh, but if there's something that you would love to have me chat about, or if you have some thoughts, please let me know. Go on my Instagram, nerdgirlmusings, at, um, or even send me an email, nerdgirlmusings at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you, or if there's something, like I said, that you want me to cover, just let me know. I'm happy to to take a watch. I already have a few things that I have on my list. Uh, I think this is going to be a lot of fun. I'm just going to continue to have fun with this podcast. I thank you all for coming along on this journey with me. This is just a passion project of mine. I absolutely love talking about books, movies, and TV and different things that I'm interested in. Um, so, you know, thank you for joining along and for all the people that listen week after week. I appreciate you. I see you. Uh, so I'm, I'm very, very thankful for you. And that's all that we have for our episode today. Make sure that you hit the subscribe button so you never miss out. And head on over to Instagram and say hello and make sure to give us a like. Have a good day and be well.